Welcome. Welcome to the VC Lab. What's up, what's up? This your boy, 97 Miles. I got some special guests in the building. The DuPont Hadley Bulldog football coaching staff. How y'all doing today? Good, good, good. What's going on? Man, nothing much, nothing much, man. We were supposed to get this in a long time ago, but that was my fault. That was my fault. That was my fault. That was my fault. Again, that was my fault. <laughs> but, oh, uh, man, so, man, we did that thing last year, didn't we? For sure, yeah. Yeah, we did a little something. Did a little something? We did a little something. I know he ain't just saying a little something. Out of everybody, he be, yeah, we won that. We, we did that thing. <laughs> All cocky and stuff, but he be the one on the sideline finna get us to get to fighting with other coaches yeah, and stuff. And get the flags. <laughs> Coach BYB hype. But before we get into this thing, I just want to thank y'all for letting me be a part of the coaching staff last year. You know, it was my first, you know, official season being a, a for real deal coach. No and I appreciate y'all, man. I hey, thank y'all for that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? And you I know y'all pushing thing. me. You did your thing. You did y'all, y'all pushing me and everything. I'm still learning and, and I appreciate y'all. For that being my first year, man, that was a heck of a year. Especially being alongside my brother, even though it was some challenging times sometimes. But but it right. worked out. It was better than what I thought it was gonna be. Yes, so, sir. you know, before we get, you know, deep off into that, so who we wanna start with first? Coach Marshall or I'll be go with Coach B Y. So where you from, Coach B.Y.? Um, I'm, I'm actually from Nashville. I was born in Nashville, um, but I grew up in South Florida. Okay. So, you know, as a kid, I moved down to uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, lived with my dad. And uh, I was down there until my senior year of high school, in which I came back to Nashville and went to Maplewood. Mm. So, and uh, after Maplewood, I, I went, out to, went out to school, went out to college. Then I returned back to Nashville in about 2000, year 2000 it was, and I've been here ever since. So did you go to college to play ball or? No, I, I stopped in, I stopped, I stopped playing ball in middle school actually. So I, I played football up into middle school. Then uh, I was playing all the sports, but once I got there, I, I switched and went solely to basketball. Mm. And then when I got to high school, believe it or not, I got cut on my high school basketball team. So I wow. With it. I was in the band. <laughs> so what 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 made you stop playing football? Um, actually, honestly, what happened was down in Scoot Florida, the mic up a little bit for me if you when can. I was down there. You can hear me? Yeah, yeah, All I right. can. So what happened actually when I got to Florida? I had been playing football like forever, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, it was simply because my game night uh-huh. was church night, and my dad wasn't wasn't finna get me to my games. And after oh, that man. first year that happened and stopped football, I kind of went on to something else, man. Oh, so y'all played on Wednesday nights? Friday. Church was on Friday. No disrespect. What, what part of the <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what type of church? Hey, it's actually a popular church, man. It was the Church of God in Christ. Uh-huh. So, you know, Wednesday night was Bible study. Yeah. And they had, uh, we had another service on Friday nights then, uh-huh. you know, every Sunday. Yeah. So, but that, that, that kind of put my – me playing football uh-huh. brought that to a close for their- Oh man. So so you transitioned from playing a whole bunch of sports to trying to focus solely on basketball. And then like Michael Jordan th- through high school it kinda got cut short. Right. And then what college did you go to? Um, I went to Howard University. Huh? Oh, okay. So, um out of Maplewood I went straight up to Howard University. I did one year up there. Then uh I headed back to Florida for like uh 
It wasn't even a whole year. Mm. Because that next in 98, in that fall semester, I actually was in Nashville and I went to, I mean, not uh, 98, but uh, it was like 2000, I believe it was, something like that. Okay. I ended up going to Nashville Tech and that's about it. So when you was at the Wood, man, how'd you like it, man? Because people from the Wood, man, they always be like, the Wood? And I'd be like, oh, Lord. It was cool. It was, it was a different experience. Uh, what was pretty cool about it, too, they were the Panthers, and my school in Florida was also the Panthers, so I mm. thought that was pretty cool. So it kind of um, make you feel comfortable yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have to, you know, I was always a Panther in high school uh-huh. in both cities. So, okay, you know. from Florida right, all right. the way to Nashville. Right, but uh, Maplewood was pretty cool, you know. Um, it was a different experience, you know, comparing it to the high schools down in South Florida, but mm. I mean, it was a good experience, you know. So from there, when you got back and you got out of school, what made you start getting into coaching? Um, well, that would come late, a little bit later on, because I would I would have a child, okay. my son. Yeah. And uh, when he became five, actually, that's when I really first really got out there mm. and started um, coaching. Um, a guy named uh, Tayo, mm-hmm. he came to me and he was like, uh, "Hey, I what up, whoa? <laughs> right, what up, whoa?" <laughs> 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 um, he uh, told me he needed some help, and I, you know, I'm probably like any other guys. I don't know nothing, you know, kind of think you really don't know, but yeah. you don't know until you jump in it. So um, I started coaching her, uh, coaching my son with Tayo that year, and I can't remember what year it was, but it was like, uh, I can't remember what year that was. Okay. But he was five years old, and that was my first time coaching him his, when he was five and six, and we lost every game, too. And that's how my uh, career got kicked off. <laughs> Man, why are you looking like that? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a. But but then but then after that though, just to you know kind of bring it to current. After those first two years, it was a it was a learning experience. Yeah. Um, my we would take a year off because my son I didn't want him playing contact just contact contact every year so I put him in flag so he could take a year off. Mm-hmm. He was seven. Uh, the next year we wanted to play tackle again. Okay. And Tayo came back to me and was like, hey, I'm starting the Antioch Jets, and I want you to come, you know, be a coach for me. So I was like, all right. And he was like, you know, you can be head coach. And I was like, okay, cool. So, and that's when that's when everything really kicked in gear. So is that where you, when you met? That is where I met Coach Marshall. All right, we're going to stop. My, he was coaching my son. And, uh, all right, we're going to Okay, so all right, we're going to stop right there because we're going to line this up, right? <laughs> now, Coach Marshall. What up? So where where you from, dog? I'm from here. I grew up in Madison. Okay. 333 Real Vista Drive. So what schools did you go to in the city? I went to Hunters Lane uh, for high school, actually middle school. I went to DuPont Hadley. So, you know, it came full circle. Uh, oh, so you went to DuPont Hadley? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually didn't have a football team back then. Nah, they wouldn't buy no equipment. <laughs> they they Damn. would not buy equipment. So you know, we all had to play youth league yeah. until we were twelve years old, and most of us missed football in eighth grade, and then we jumped to high school. Yeah, cause so. when you was at Hunters Lane, Hunters Lane was the top dogs in the city. I keep hearing. Uh, yeah, we 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 had nice nice squad: football, basketball, track, just all around. Pretty good. Around the time, like what years was it? Uh, ninety-two through ninety-six. Okay, okay. Yeah. So through then, you were playing ball, football and basketball. So how was it at Hunters Lane playing sports at Hunters Lane? Oh, it was cool, man. Uh, you know, we 
I played with some of the greats. Uh, I don't want to name drop in case I forget anybody, but uh, they know who they are. Mm -hmm. I actually played against a lot of uh, some of the best in the city from other schools. Okay. You know, that went on to play pro ball. Uh, same thing in basketball. Um, I played defensive end, football, basketball, played point guard. So like I you was, was running point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard to believe. I wasn't no slouch. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't saying I, I wasn't the coldest, but I wasn't no slouch. You know what I'm saying? I, uh -huh. my, my thing was defense, much like it is, you know, with us now. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was big on defense. Yeah. yeah. So, through that, you're playing ball in Hunters Lane. Now it's time to graduate. What did you do after you graduated from Hunters Lane? Uh, when I graduated from high school, man, I was, I was tired of school. Uh, mm. I, I went ahead and jumped on the, the train at, at Vol State, and I just wasn't feeling school. That's what? I, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. And uh, before you know it, I know it. Before you know it, man, I was, uh, well, at that age, around 20, I guess, mm -hmm. 19, 20. Yeah. I was at Vol State for like a year and a half, and then uh, this company called Nissan oh, Lord. was hiring. They so brought in you know, that they, big old factory. Oh yeah, yeah. So that no, it was already here. It was, but uh, it was it was time to hire. So you know, yeah. Twenty six dollars an hour or struggling in class, man. Struggling to get to school, you know what I mean? Because I went to Ball State like, too. Yeah, yeah but it, I mean, yeah. it's it's not for everybody. I don't knock it, but uh, I was presented with great opportunity, and uh, I've always pretty much had really good jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, but. Yeah, that's what it was, man. I, okay, so, you know, you started working at Nissan. You, you got done with school officially. So what got you into, man, I'm going I'm to start coaching football. Or were you already coaching, too, while you were trying to do school and no, all that? No, I, um, I think I forgot where I was at when I was coaching with Antioch Jets. Uh, but anyway, I, I coached with them for two years, I believe, and then that's, the second year I was coaching with Antioch Jets, uh, I was offered the uh, assistant football coach, the head track coach. That's officially the first sport I started coaching. Mm -hmm. um, then I became the assistant football coach at Jerry Baxter. Okay, hold on. before we get there, before we get there, hold on now, hold on. That's how I, I I'm, got there. I'm trying to figure how y'all got aligned. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. Antioch Jets, Antioch Jets. <laughs> hey, man, he jumped. I'm like, hold on now, well, slow down. I mean, I, like BY, you know, I was part of the Antioch Jets um, startup. Okay. Organization. Oh, so the year he came in, you was coming in too. No, we both were. It was just at our, the same time. They, they transitioned from Flat Rock Vols. Okay, see, I ain't never heard of them. Yeah, that's because you're young, man. Flat but Rock. But anyway, balls. you know, oh, Flat Jesus. Rock was one of those organizations that's been around for forever. Out there uh, in the smokies. <laughs> yeah, like that was uh me playing back with Madison Rams back in the day. Okay. You know, Flat Rock. They've been around for a long time. Okay. But uh. We transitioned from Flat Rock to Antioch Jets. Uh, got that going. Uh, had a lot of kids. A lot of people said we weren't going to be able to get it going. And, you know, Jawan, Tayo, uh, Maisha, they, you know, Q, they, a lot of some of the people that uh, got us started with the Antioch Jets. Okay, so how did y'all officially meet when he started coaching your son, yeah, right? Through the Jets. He was a coach and I was a coach. On the same team? Nah. Okay. Same organization. Same organization but different team. Age groups, yeah. His son was one of my players. Um, 
also coached Battle, Anastasia. She was one of my players too, first girl ever coach. Okay. And uh, man, we just, we went from there. Uh, you know, once I got offered the assistant football coach job, it kind of took me away from youth football and that's how I got started in the middle school ball. Okay, so how did y'all get so tight? It it it, it, was, it wasn't a matter of us getting tight. Uh, I think I had um, we were at Vanderbilt uh, for a, a football camp. Yeah, we're Vanderbilt at football camp. I think. No, nah, it was Vanderbilt because you were working the camp. Speaking the mic. Speaking the mic. You was working the camp. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. B.Y. was working bro, bro. the camp. He, uh, he got the and, uh, hold on, he, hold on, yeah. hold on. He, uh, he got the mic all on. He's feeling bad. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I, I was talking to him, uh, you know, about possibly going to Dupont Hadley, and uh, he, you know, he was saying, "Man, I would love to get into, you know, step into the middle school football world." And so, I said, "Well, you know." Go ahead. So, so at this time, were you already like, when did you get the Bordeaux Eagles? That's what I'm trying to figure. So, 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 so this is how that happened. So, uh, from the Vanderbilt camp. He was already with Bardo. Oh, okay, so you had been and left the Antioch Jets. Jets. Yeah. I did, okay. I did, he did two years there. I only did one season at the Antioch Jets. Yeah. Okay, so so basically, okay, so you did your one season, and your son was there that one right, season. That one season. And then. And then that next season is when I took him. The season after that, I took him the flag, and I went to the Bardo Eagles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. How many years of Bordeaux Eagles was it before you started coaching at Hadley? Okay, uh, I'm currently still with the Bordeaux Eagles. Uh huh. Uh, it was one, two, three. I had I went I was there for two years, and then on that third year, I still was with the Bordeaux Eagles, but then I started coaching at Dupont Hadley too. Okay, okay. So, in the in his third year at at uh, Bordeaux Eagles, that's when you got approached. To get the head coaching job at Hadley, yeah, during yeah, yeah, uh-huh. during the, around about that time. And in the midst of his three years, you had transitioned from youth rec ball to middle school ball. Yeah, I had already been in middle school ball two years. Yeah, and then you started where again, Jerry Baxter. Jerry Baxter, and you was yeah. the assistant coach. I was started off as an assistant coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why, why you chuckled a little uh, bit? I, I'm, that's what it was. Yeah, and then yeah. you then you become the head coach. Yeah, we that we, second we year the program around. Yeah, and to tell them about that, how the program was when you got there. And I mean, I think they had won like one game in three years. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, myself and Coach Vic, we came in, uh, didn't have a whole lot to work with, um, as far as parent parent uh, support, participation, yeah. support. Um, Funding at the school, mm-hmm. you know, it's not one of the the schools with you know more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just we we had to get it how we got it. Okay, and um, you know that was a if it wasn't the only team, it was one of a few teams at Jerry Baxter that uh, only had a one loss season. Mm. Okay, so how did it come about? Like, man, I'm finna be the head coach of Dupont Hadley. And how did you end up bringing him along? And well, you know, uh, Dr. Armstrong. Uh, shout out, Dr. Armstrong. 
he gave me uh, the the opportunity. You know, he just asked if I, you know, would like to come work for him at Dupont Hadley. Um, at the time, I was contemplating leaving Jerry Baxter, and uh, I took the job over the summers when I saw Coach B.Y. Um, and he was, you know, he expressed that he wanted to get into the middle school football world. I told him that I wasn't for sure if I was going to take the job yet or not. And if I did, I would let him know. Uh, I don't I don't think he thought that I was going to give him a, a call back. I thought he probably thought I was just blowing smoke. But, um, you know, as soon as I got that job or accepted the job at the school, um, I was – given the football job and the track job because, you know, track was my sport at Jerry Baxter as well. And um, here we are. So when he gave you that call, he gave you that good old call. <laughs> B.Y., I need you. I need you, dog. I need you. You know what I'm saying? How was that conversation, man? We was like, man. It, it, we, had a, we had a good conversation. He hit me up and was like, uh, was like, are you still interested in it? And hey, I jumped on it. Mm-hmm. I told him yes. You know, I'm, I was I was ready. Um, I was looking for an opportunity. He presented me with a good one. I took it. And then, so what? What again? For the people that don't know what your role is for Dupont Hadley, what's your role? Offensive coordinator. Okay, now I ain't gonna lie, y'all. <laughs> the man pretty good at what he do. I ain't gonna lie, because you know, be coming in being a first year coach. And he put the playbook in front of me. The thing felt like it's at least 50 pages. And it's different formations and everything. So that's why I'm like, man, I'm really finna learn some stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you get that offensive minded? Um, Well, as a matter of fact, I actually started off on the defensive side. Like, when I first came, Uh like, the uh, shout out to Coach Kurt, Coach Q, Quincy. that was the coaching staff, you know, and uh, Quincy, he had the offense. I actually had the defense. Okay. Um, it wasn't until I got to the Bardo Eagles after that first year with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And when I came on there, which shout out to Brandon Powell, gave me, gave me an opportunity to do my thing there. He hooked me up with a coaching staff that needed an offensive coordinator. And it just so happened that during the offseason, I was already, because I was anticipating being the head coach again, and I was going to probably take over that offense. Yeah. So during that, that off season, I was drawing up plays, thinking about concepts and doing all that. So when I ended up leaving the Jets, it was a situation that happened there that I had to leave the Jets. Came over to Bardo. He hooked me up with a team that just happened to need an offensive coordinator. Everything really took off. I, I was in mm. a situation where with a team who wasn't expected to do nothing. Yeah. You know, all of it. I mean, they wasn't that good. And we ended up playing at Vanderbilt for the championship that year. Oh, baby. I've, I've been to Vanderbilt a couple of times with, with my little brother. And, and it is nice. It, it is hot. Nice. You need some fans or something in here, bro. Hey, look, don't disrespect my I stuff now. I'm just saying it's hot, man. <laughs> look, man, it's hot outside. I ain't. Boy, see, if y'all gonna do that, man. See, My bad, man. Come see, on, here we on, go. Man. I'm just saying, it's hot. We don't want to go viral in this thing. <laughs> but so, so you know, you you doing your thing. You learn uh, learned your offense or how you want to run it. And then you you come to uh, Dupont Hadley. So that first year, y'all there. How did y'all think the season was gonna go? 
Well, I mean, of course, we these kids are new to me, to both of us. Uh-huh. Uh, they were used to a certain style, certain coaches, and uh, you know, we we came in, shook things up a little bit. Um, we we to to us, man, it was more about building a program versus having the Dupont Hadley football team. It was all about being a program. You know, we we did everything from you know having our boys in tutoring before practice, you know, just introducing them to a new way of, of football and, and getting them ready for the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was it was new to us. We didn't know what to expect, honestly. Okay. We didn't because all all you heard was you know Dupont Hadley they they ain't won no football games. Uh, when you come to Dupont, that's a that's a sure win and. and you know, because yeah. all Hadley, I think sorry. about at Dupont Hadley is just old Hickory Bulldogs. I don't even think about the middle school. I just think about old Hickory Bulldogs, even though Tyron ain't never lost to them. I don't even think I lost to them when I played for Bordeaux Eagles. <laughs> so it was like, man, and and my brother ended up going there, and that's how I ended up meeting y'all. And then we ain't gonna get too deep in that, even though I know he's gonna want to bring shit up. Can we tell the story? No, bro. No. Can we tell the story? The people need to know the story. No, bro. No, bro. No, well, don't. I'm gonna tell the story, man. <laughs> nah, don't make me turn your mic off now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I ain't gonna tell the story, man. man go ahead, ahead bro. Go you ahead. tell him, bro. Go go ahead. Ahead. And this the last time. Since this, every time you want to reference it, come on, man. Come on. No, no, go ahead and tell it. This is in the house. Come on. No, man. tell it, bro. So the first time, not when I met Coach Q. Well, well, Quinn. But uh, I think we were playing Neely's Bend. You know, at Neely's Bend, it was a game we were supposed to. Blew them off the field. We didn't. But anyway, you know, I was uh, approached real fast and, and angrily by this young man. You know, he, Hold he, on he, now. It wasn't real fast. I took. I waited till you wasn't around a lot of people. And, and Coach Dew. Because he told me in a way like, like the game over. I'm but just coming anyway, on the field just tearing shit up. No, nah, so it wasn't like that. this man right here comes to me and says, Coach Marsh, I need to talk to you. Man, I feel like you misusing my brother. And you know, I look at Coach B.Y. and Coach, Coach, uh, Coach Kidd, and they, they like, man, come on, Coach. I said, no, nah, man, I want to hear what he got to say. Man, you you misusing my brother. So, you know, I turn to his brother, turn to Tyra, and I say, so you feel like I'm misusing you? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. How am I misusing you? And they say, well, you got him at defensive end. This is a lesson to, to y'all young kids out there. You got him at, at, at a, a defensive tackle, and he's really a defensive end. You're not using him right. So I turn to Tyron. I say, Tyron, how many tackles you have today? Uh, like seven. Okay. You had an interception too. Yes, sir. And if, I think you had a fumble recovery. And you did it all from tackle? Yes, sir. And I'm misusing you. And, and he's only saying yes because his brother's giving him the eye like, you better say yes. Nah, 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 nah. That's not what it was now. And, and, you know, I said my little piece. He said his. I didn't go too far uh, like I can. But But I didn't go too far with you. I ain't disrespecting you. Long story short, you know, it kind of pissed me off because I was being questioned, uh, and his brother was actually dominating at the position. Uh, but you know, a week later he came to me, apologized, 
And I told him, hey, man, that's water under the bridge. I don't hold no grudges. You know, it, it wasn't going to make me change the way your brother played or, you know, how I coached him. He going to bring it up but, every time he gets nah, I, I bring No, I won't bring it up no more. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's it was just – that's something I tell the kids a lot. You got to be a student of the game. And it's not about the position that you think you play is what your coach asks you to play. Because a lot of times as coaches, we know what the kids can do better than they can do. So I'm done talking about it. We won't speak on it no more. It's big. Man, it's big. All right, man. And that's the only time we ever got to real kind of arguing. Other than that, he just be on that bull bull. But, other <laughs> but so, so that first year, how many games did y'all lose? Two. We two lost games. two. We lost one regular season game, and then uh, we lost the first round of the playoffs. To the, to the ones that actually won the playoffs. To to the city championship, uh, McKissick team, Ed Sanders. Uh, he did he did did a great job over there uh, with those kids. But it it showed us where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I vowed to to never take another whooping like that. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. I remember when Tyron was crying. And he was like, "Man, he was crying and said a couple words he probably shouldn't have said." But, but, but I was like, "Man," and I remember I was at that game too at McGavick over there. Yeah, they they had our number. They yeah, like I said, mean, they had a great coach, and you know, I, I'm no excuses. Well, yeah, I ain't even gonna talk about that. Yeah, no, no excuse. We, we got beat. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> they was ready to go to basketball. They was ready to go to basketball. But, yeah. so from that season, you know, coming back next year, what what was the mentality y'all was trying to bring for that 2019 season? Well, I, my mentality was at the end of the season before that, it was it already said in my head, I, for one, I had it out for McKissick. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and that kind of just drove me, like, right out the gate as soon as uh -huh. I left that game. Um, but as I walked into the 2019 season, I I mean, I just wanted to come with an attitude of we're not losing, you know. Okay. We, we came in in the first year to a school that's never won, and we just went to the playoffs and lost in the first round. Yeah, and didn't lose a game at home at all. Didn't lose, no, still haven't lost any home games. No. Nope. Um, but – that was just it. I'm like, we got this far here. It's like there's no turning back at this point. Okay. It's either second round championship or bus, you know? So, yeah. I mean, just the mindset of we about to finish the deal. We about to we about to make some noise this year. Mm -hmm. So we, we kinda we kinda made our presence a little bit felt in that first year. Oh uh, yeah. But I was determined to I know I was. This is my mindset. I'm like, oh y'all about to know who we are this time. Yeah. And then in the midst of all this like on my end, before I even became a part of the coaching staff, I'm seeing that, and then now my brother, he like, well, my brother finna go to high school one more year after that. Shoot, I'm finna go on getting little league or something. So I end up trying to go over there with the uh, Nashville Elite Seminoles. But I forgot what dude name that was running it. Um, Ron was it? No, it wasn't Ron. I forgot his name, but everybody know who he is. So then I'm there, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm trying to, you know, get the practices and do all that. We kind of, we only got like 12, 13 players. And then, you know, we still doing our thing and picking up kids and all that. And then the whole little scandal happened where they felt like money went somewhere and 
people got paid for that wasn't paying for their fees. Uh oh. Yeah, I ain't I, I ain't know nothing about none of that. I was like, okay, now what's this I'm seeing? You know what I'm saying? And then people calling me, telling them about it, like, hey, I know you a good dude, but just be careful. This could happen. And then down the road, that that thing happened, and I still don't judge them for it because I don't know. It's you know what they say, what he say, and then in the middle is the truth. So I end up backing away from that. And then I forgot how it, how, it, how did it come up for me to be the lineman coach. I know the the lineman coach that was there before his business started picking up a lot more. Yeah, Coach and, Wilson. Yeah, another great coach we had, longtime friend. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we needed a line coach. And, and you had asked me, you know, if you need any help, and I said, yep, immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I. I I didn't know if you could coach or not, but I was ready to give you an opportunity. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate that. That's why like, I wanted to thank y'all when we first started. Know, it, it was given to me, so, you know, it was the same thing with Coach B.Y. When he said he wanted to step into the middle school world, uh, that was my chance to help somebody else. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it's about. It's, I couldn't – we couldn't have that trophy right there if it wasn't for y'all two. Like, I, I couldn't have did it by myself. So. Uh, yeah, for sure, but – so, we start practicing, and then, um, when did y'all feel like, ah, oh, it's over with? Like, it's a wrap. Like we can you win this. What? Like when did y'all? When once we start practicing, and we looking at our boys that we got on top of the amazing playbook we have and the amazing defensive plays that we came up with, and we looking at our personnel and we like. Oh, it's a wrap. Like we finna win this thing. Like when when did y'all like when did it just it's over with? The last day of school of the 2018-2019 school year. Mm. Mm. And I don't even think I was part of the coaching staff yet at I, that time. I knew it because no, nobody works like us. No, nobody yeah. works like us. Because, you know, we do do things look different than the middle schools around the city. Do we put more effort in? And then. And, and, and I'm going to say, I don't mean because, but I mean, you know, a lot of people say we cheat and this, that, and the other. And, and we do none of that. We we do absolutely none of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not our fault that. We pour into our program when others don't. I'm not saying people don't, but the main people that cry and complain about it, they don't do what we do. We don't break any rules. Yeah, there's no football. It's, it's called, we do it's called, what we do. It's called preparation. Yep. No dummies, no none of that. We just no dummies. Conditioning, conditioning. You know, we got a we got a group of parents that are. We we got the best parents. Yeah. Hands down. I mean they They show that they, they care. They, they show up and they you know, our kids show up twenty deep, twenty five deep at football camps all around the city. Yep. And, and I, I get the same questions, you know, man, why don't other middle school coaches do that? I don't know. I'm not worried about them. It's I I, I work at DuPont Hadley. Yeah. <laughs> and then what I was doing that, man, it just it even brought the boys to together you know what i'm saying to where even when we did play you know the catholic panthers 
they were together in spirit. Just on the field, it kind of was still got to got to work on the little thing. But in spirit and camaraderie, they were all together. You couldn't tell them nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, so season start. You know, the Catholic Panther game come around. Even though it wasn't a game, it was a scrimmage. It was yeah, a scrimmage, right, and yeah, and people, man, I that's one of my. They played an extra game. It was a scrimmage. It was a scrimmage, and then I even hate how the Catholic Panthers take it, cause they take they take it like, like it was a real game, and we been playing before. You know what I'm saying? Just like them, when we won. We was only in past what three days, three four days. It was five days. We had five days of practice. Three days of them were in pads. But but you know what? They did a great job. Oh, they, yeah. know, even, even they got us ready. Get, exactly. And that I was, know. That was a great game to have preseason. It was for them. They, it was a wake up call to them. But just I just didn't like how what we pulled up. It was like we got to help it. Get out. Get up. Get everything going. They told us they were gonna give us ten minutes. They only gave us like five, and it was just just the whole first half kind of. You know what I'm saying? But then second half, they only scored, I think, what, once? They did score once. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if we – if it, I feel personally, if it was a little more calmer during walkthrough and everything, it probably would have been a little better. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying we would have won, but it probably wouldn't have been that big of a, a difference. But, I, you know. I, I was cool with it because, you know, the, the year before, we played at the, the, the middle school jamboree at Pearl Cone and – and you know it was total domination, you know. So you know, I think we came out like thirty-one or nothing in yeah, jamboree. Crazy. And I we did get interceptions and everything. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go back the following year and do that again. And our boys leaving a jamboree with the big head. You know, oh man, we blew them out. And no, we we, we let's let's put our feet in the fire, jump off the porch into the fire. And that's what we did, you know, it showed us as coaches what we needed to work on, the adjustments we needed to make. And it showed the boys that like, you know, it's not about, cause you know, we had a lot of egos and, you know, a lot of people worried about stats and, and, and you know, you know, the ways yeah. of the world, they worry about stats and, you know, what I can do. And, and we had to get them to buy into, this is a team effort. Yeah, starting with me all the way down. Mm -hmm. Cause for our eighth graders, I ain't gonna lie, that that season last year, with how we did it, how we did our plays, like even for Tyron, like yeah, we you, sometimes it's not specific for you to make the tackle, but what you do can help somebody else make the tackle or the interception, and that was happening for a lot of the kids on the team, and then for them eighth graders that went to high school, that was kind of something good for them to experience. That it ain't all about the stats. Even though we did have some eighth graders that no matter what they do, they was gonna get what they they was gonna do their thing regardless. So, but that was a good year, and I and I see some differences in Tyron from that, cause he don't think just about man. I gotta get the sack, even though he do want to get his sacks. But he know as long as he do his part, if he get the sack or not, if if the DBs doing what they supposed to do, him doing what he do should help them out too. So that's one thing I take for our eighth graders that they learned getting ready for ninth grade this year. So so after that game, you know, we start the season. Who did we have first again? Uh, Tyler DuPont Tyler. Yep. That was a a blowout. 
while, uh, what uh, Harrison daddy came on the field with his truck and everything playing music, boy, like it was a home game. <laughs> like it was a home game. That was a, that was a blowout. Then what was next? Tyler. Yep. Neelis Band. And, and Neelis Band had a real young team. Yeah. Uh, I think they had a team full of sixth graders. Uh, that they they just weren't ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they weren't ready at all. Uh, yeah, that's you know they that's that's a they could be a threat in the next couple of years because like I said they had a team full of sixth graders. Yeah. So then after that, oh I thought it was was it Litton? No, it was Donaldson. Donaldson. Now now that ain't gonna lie, that was a game where I was like, just from last year. Yeah, that was a personal game. <laughs> That's from last year. I was like, man, we got to go ahead and just try to. And then it still ended up being a good game, kind of. Not towards the end. I mean, y'all, yeah, of course, we did our thing. But at the same time, it was for a minute there, they was kind of battling for the first quarter, going in the second. Then. I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. I was very conservative that game. Like, it, it, it was personal. Mm-hmm. And and I wasn't prepared to take too many chances against them because I just wanted to win. Yeah, we could have won seven zip, and I was gonna be happy for that. Yeah, that's how I feel because Donaldson, that's just a whole different like all everybody in the school, yeah. even if they don't play. Are we playing Donaldson today? Like this for real today? Huh? <laughs> so you know, that's I mean that, that's how that's how I went into that game. Uh-huh. I'm sure that probably had something to do with the score, the yeah. ending score. We won fifteen zip. Yeah. But Uh huh. So then after that game, we go to Lynn. Man. <laughs> That's hey, we 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 call that the lights out game. Yeah, lights <laughs> we out. We call that the lights out game. Then, I mean, I mean, what you want to know about the Litton game? <laughs> Man, it. That. Man, that game, man, was just like. It was though. Because if they never, if that ref never made that bad call and called that one touchdown back, wouldn't nobody be saying that we cheated them? Because the game would have been over way before then. And then all the little stuff that was happening, it was like, are they just going to let? Well, I, I take offense to that that cheating. I mean, you know, people say they they barely beat us and, you know, they shut down our running back. First of all, which one? We had two running backs that score over 15 touchdowns each. Yeah. Oh, you know. And that, one of them didn't even play in that game. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the game was played in the dark, uh, which was very dangerous. We actually had uh, one of our starting linebackers get his arm broke in the game, you know, playing in the dark. The game should have been called, and, and I hope that's something they work on, you know, these upcoming seasons, yeah. you know, when 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 the time starts getting to us, I mean, folks need to start reaching out to. We need to have these games at at high schools. Or if you ain't gonna do that, at least go get some lights or something. Yeah, because it's that's that's dangerous. But uh, we call it the lights out game. You know, we had a whole lot of stuff go on in that game. Uh, we came out victorious. Uh, yeah. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. So then we go from there, and then. Liberty, right? Liberty, Liberty. yeah. And that was a cool game, too. I ain't going to lie. That was a nice, to me, that was a nice, consistent game. 
cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was some nice plays made. It was it was a cool game. They did have a nice running back. Yeah. You know, and then um here come uh what's it? Two yep. Two rivers. And then you said you were nervous that game. I was, man. I, I you know, two rivers. I can't remember if they they barely beat Neely's Bend or they had a couple of close games with Madison, Neely's Bend, you know. So they were one of those teams that could beat you if you slip up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I wasn't nervous all season, but for that game I think the fact that we were going for an undefeated regular season, you know, we would be the first team in the school's history to do that. I was kind of nervous about that game. Mm. Because they nearly, I mean, uh, two, rivers. two rivers had a decent team, and if we didn't do our job, they could have very well beat us. So I, I was nervous, just you know how our boys were going to respond. I didn't know if they were going into it with you know we five and zero and ain't nobody beat us. Mm-hmm. About to blow up, you know. I didn't want them to have. And then all the festivities we had yeah, going. Yeah, festivities. On. That was our our tailgate tailgate homecoming pink out game so mm-hmm. there's a whole lot goes on mm-hmm. that was one of the things they told me when I came to Hadley you know on our tailgate game slash homecoming slash breast cancer awareness game you know they big old tailgate on mm-hmm. DuPont Hadley yeah get live out there you know, free free PTO, hot dogs cook, you know put some stuff on the grill for the, the whole crowd I mean you know how my mama was parents <laughs> give me one of them hot dogs you know it's just you know big a big deal to have. Yeah. And, and it was cool, nice. man. It was cool. It kind of gave me like a college vibe. Yeah. 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 Kind of gave me like a college vibe. And I know the boys like it, especially going undefeated, boy. Them having all that support there. It was dunk, too. Yeah. So then we get into the playoffs. We play East. Uh, Very by, first play of the game. By, by far, man, that was my favorite game. Uh, well, I, I won't say favorite, but. I think the boys played with more intensity for that game than they did any other game. Uh, it was Halloween night, uh, and there was a whole lot going on that day, man. The the scoreboard, our scoreboard has never been messed up. The scoreboard didn't work. It rained. It was cold. It was Halloween. There's a lot going on. And then the first play of the game, we get the kickoff, and, you know, Bobby – Bobby Gurley, he gets the, you know, gets the kick deep, taking it back, and we think he's gone. And there's one man that hits him, you know, blindside, kind of twists him, and, you know, he turns and falls on his arm and basically snaps his arm in half. And, uh, you know, I saw him get up and come to the sideline, and I told him to go down, and, you know, I think the only thing that held it together was the wristband he had on because it was it was bad so i think we had like a what a 30 minute 45 minute delay and you know we we heard some laughter from the other side and you know on film you can hear some things and and our boys took that personal and they they turned the heat up on east yeah they did like all the way up they did. Huh? First play from scrimmage. Yeah. I don't think East was ready for that, man. No. Nah. So, through all that, we get past that game. 
Now we got JT Moore. And I ain't gonna lie. To me, that was the only team all season that walked on DuPont Hadley Field and felt like they were truly finna whoop us. Just the way they were looking at our boys. And I agree. I, I mean, I, I went out there before the game started. Uh-huh. Actually, and that's what kind of got me going that game. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was a little nervous. I was more nervous before each game than any game. Yeah. JT Moore, I was a little shaky. And I can't lie, I got out there and I looked at them and I was like, okay, we we finna be in a fight. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie, they were, they had that swag about them and they had nice size. And then I had previously seen a running back, and just by looks, he 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 passed the eye test. So I was like, okay, uh, if we see them, it might. Then we end up, oh, we got them on the schedule. No, no, no way. I ain't never think we were gonna lose. I just thought this might be uh, this might be our closest. You know what I'm saying? This might be a real deal. This either gonna be a shootout or it's gonna come down to the last play type thing. Then we get to playing. I just feel like our boys wanted it more than they did. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was not worried about that game at all. <laughs> I, w- I was not. I was. I was not worried about that game at all. Uh, they they were well put together, but like I said, the the game I worried about the most was was the the two rivers game. But once we got past East, I think it was like thirty to nothing. You know it. I had somebody hit me with an inbox and say, yeah, y'all be East, but wait till y'all play them teams from the other side of town. It's going to be a lot more competition. And I was like, okay. Like, I, I don't know what you want me to say. Okay. W- we're going to do what we do. We're not worried about them. As long as we play our game, I'm not worried about everybody else. And they came to the doghouse, and they left the doghouse. And I think that same week, the girls in soccer played JT Moore in the playoffs in soccer, too. And they lost to him. They lost. They did. So I was like, oh, no, we can't let them, like, sweep us. No, they ain't finna sweep us. We finna do this thing. But, man, that game was – that was a live game, too, though. That was live. That was a live game. So then when we get to the championship, now, mind you, during that game – The rematch. I'm getting texts. Like, man – Lyndon whooped Haynes. I was shocked. I ain't gonna lie. I was shocked. I was like, what? Ain't no way. Ain't no way they beat Haynes. Because I was thinking it was gonna be a family affair for the championship. Him and his, him and his cousin. Yeah, my, my cousin Quincy. He, he coached over at Haynes. Yeah, and then they run. They start running back. And then my brother been playing with each other since they were five. So I was like, oh, yeah, this gonna be, this, this gonna be a, a beautiful night. Then they tell me, man, Lyndon whooped up on him. I was like, what? I was like, oh, here it go. So all through that week, our boys is getting put in group chats with Lyndon players. It's like they trying to get buddy-buddy with our boys. And I don't know if that was a tactic to get them to kind of be a get on the soft side tonight, hit them as hard or what. But I was like, I, I was like, hey, coach, bro, I don't know, bro, they – they in them group chats talking and they looking buddy buddy and stuff. I don't, we need to talk to these boys like they did. They can do that after the game because, yeah. like, 
And Q said he and all you may remember be why we were in the locker room because uh, uh, one of those days it was just too cold to practice. So you know I think it may have been night before the game. It, it was it was real cold and we just went on back. We was out there maybe 15 minutes. You know like we know what we got to do. We talked the rest of the time. But uh, no, this was Monday or Tuesday night, and Q told me and I said, Hey man, we there's no need for y'all to talk to them. There's no need. We beat them the first time. They got to come to us. And this is for all the marbles, all the chips, whatever you want to call it. Like, stop interacting with them dudes. And that's that's one thing with these kids today, man. They too cool with their opponents. Like, I, I, I hear I hear uh, my, my longtime friend, Odell Bradley, he talk about that all the time. Like, it ain't, ain't no more competition. Like these kids are too friendly with each other. You know, we all, even if we went to the center and played basketball or whatever against each other, it was it was us against y'all. You know, we'd be, we'd be cool at the store or something, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, competition, it, man, we're not talking about nothing until this game is over. And if you beat me, we're still not talking. <laughs> you know, we can talk about beat you, but after that, you know, it's, it's the, you know, the competition, you know, I just told them, stop talking to them guys. And, and I even got a call, you know, from one of the coaches, and he was like, man, you know, we got our quarterback back. It's going to be a good game. I was like, okay. And that was all I said, you know. I was – I was. There was a lot being I was ready. Yeah, and then if we cheated you, why are you talking about your quarterback? Quarterback should have been the issue if we cheated you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, but I don't but, know about all that, but it's you know it's, it's like Coach always say, we don't talk. Yep. Nah, play football. Yeah. I, I was ready. I was excited. Uh, you know, to get ready to bring the first city championship to Dupont Hadley in like the the fifty plus year. Mm-hmm. Fifty yeah. plus years of the school, and to be the first team to do it. You know, that's our, our name is in the history books. Yeah, and then it was just big for the school because that was huge. That first half of the se- year, just that Dupont Hadley period, you know, through Mr. Davis and everything yeah. going on, it was just a lot going on at the school. That that yeah. that was some kind of to bring the lift the spirits up in the hallways, you know. Well, it, it brought us all together because you know, Mr. Mr. Davis, uh, we actually kind of recognized him at the first game because Mr. Davis actually yeah. worked it. Litton before Litton. he came over and to us. came to Hadley and you know his you know his cancer took him down extremely fast and uh, you know with him passing away that was a, a big blow to the boys uh, uh, to me you know that was mm-hmm. a, that was a tough one for me. Um, he, he was an all around good guy and you know he taught our boys you know just to no matter what, keep fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he fought every minute, you know, through his illness, and he never gave up. Yeah. And I think our boys displayed the same thing. We had a lot go on, man. Our, our principal um, yeah, that, lost that. his mother. And then, man, even, you know, your mom going through her situation. And, yeah. And was that, that was one of my favorite plays, too, when Tyron caught the touchdown pass in front of your mom, you know. Yeah, yeah that was that was surgery. Yeah, that, that was, was good. Dumb. So man, you know, just the the Hadley family, and it was, you it know, we had a lot going on. Yeah, it was. That was a 2019 was a 
was that'll go in the history book for DuPont Hadley. That was a lot. Yeah, that that was a lot that you could write a whole book about it. Yeah, it could be it could be a movie. To that thing went like, boy, it'd be a heck of a movie. Matter of fact, we might need to put that in production. Going into that Lynn game, and I just I told the boys in the locker room, I said, "Hey, man, they don't score." I didn't have no long speech, you know, a few different people wanted to come in and talk to them and say a little thing. I'm like, whatever, go ahead. All I said, hey man, they don't score. And I meant that. I mean, it was, you know, it, the outcome was 32 to two. So in my eyes, they did what I asked them to do. Yeah. They wanted it. Mm-hmm. Like, like and it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. But, you know, when the head coach say stop, you got to stop. So. <laughs> Man, but I ain't going to lie. That running back they got, he going to be somebody special oh, yeah. when uh, he get to uh, the high school level. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, that kid is a dog. Hey, if you're playing middle school nice. ball this year and you ain't trying to go, you know, you can come on over us. We got to open enrollment. I know open people. I know people don't like that either. Open and that's, that's the key thing, open enrollment. Academics first. <laughs> Yeah, we was Dupont had like top five in academic yeah, for top, Metro. Top seven. Top seven. And, okay. And uh, you know, three or four of those schools are mag- charter school, mag- yeah. schools in front of us. So uh, it's an all-around great school. You know, academically, athletically. Good teachers. Great teachers. Great mm-hmm. teachers. Admin, like the whole Hadley family, the the community of Old Hickory. And, and that was one of the big things I worried about coming from Jerry Baxter. I'm like, man, how are these people going to receive me over here? Yeah. You know, I didn't know. And, and it was open arms. Open arms. That's the vibe I get when I come through the building. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into the last topic of the show today, if if it's somebody that's, that's looking into being on the DuPont Hadley team as a player, even though we couldn't get some of them done this year, what are the things that, you know, through our program that we try to give our boys once they get in full pads on that first day that we in the locker room, full pads with our player packages? What are the things that we try to give our boys that kind of makes them feel like they're really a part of a, a program? Well, in, in, in whole, as a, as a program, you know, we, we preach the academics first. And, uh-huh. and Coach B.Y. is the – the enforcer, when your grades are yes, not sir. right, he will handle that. But, um, you know, our teachers <laughs> work in unison, you know, the the, the um, study hall before practice, that's mandatory. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we had quite a few boys that, you know, had an F on that first progress report that first year we were there. And, you know, Coach B.Y. and I, we were like, man, nah, we can't have this. We can't have this. So, you know, in preparation that next year, and Miss Preston, you know, she, she did a great job with the boys, a few other teachers, uh, giving them what they needed, and, and we cut those numbers almost completely out. You know what I'm saying? So we, we preach academics first. Because, like, right now, if we don't get to play football, it's all about their grades. This is perfect time for what we've been talking about. Yeah. If there's no football, you still got to get those grades. Yeah, and then but, you ain't got them grades when you're going to try to get into these private schools. Yeah, they're going to look at Especially it. Especially if they ain't seen you play either. Yeah. That's going to make your chances even harder. Like, man, I couldn't even see you play this year. 
But that's that's one part of the player package. That's mm-hmm. part of it too. Yeah. Um, but you know, as far as stuff, you know, we've tried to put it out there, and you know, our, we want to dress the kids when they come to the locker. They got the dry fit shirts and shorts that we work out in for our hot weather, mm-hmm. uh, hoodie and sweats for the cold weather, three, four pair game socks, uh, compression shirts, tights, uh, just, you know, a nice little player package yeah. to give them that feel and, you know, let them know what to expect when they get on up in the, the next levels of football. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? We we stay on our, our principal. He, he, he ain't with – you know us looking sloppy on the field. Oh yeah, oh, now yeah. gonna make sure we. we I think we, Yeah, and Always. I think soon, soon y'all gonna see something new from us. Might not be this season, but soon that that black, that black or that that smoke gray is coming. And don't let us get a pink one on you. We get a pink one on you. It's over with. There you go. I don't know what kind of sponsors he got. Hey, just, hey. But, uh, yeah, man, it's they. It's a it's a total total package. You know. We make the kids, you know, through our various ways of how we do it, we make the kids get to know each other on a personal level so they're not as, you know, kids pick on each other. They pick yeah. a lot these days. Mm-hmm. So if you, if I know what you got going on in your life, I may not pick on you as fast. Or, yeah. or I may just leave that topic out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we we're a real family. Yeah, we're, we're a real family, and, and you know, like I said, our our teachers, they they're second to none. Uh, they really show a great interest in our kids, our mm-hmm. admin. They make sure everything is in place. Like this, um, what we're doing right now, uh, online school. Like Duke yeah. Hill is killing the game, mm. killing the game right now, and this is an advantage. For all you athletes out there, middle school, high school, right now is the time for y'all to be making straight A's. There's no excuses. Yeah. Everybody should be making straight A's. Everybody. Yeah. So from from that eighth grade class, you know, we had some kids go a little bit of air well. Yeah, we did. From Pearl to Ravenwood. J JP two, JP two, NSA, Lipscomb, Father Ryan. Yeah, oh yeah, Father Ryan. I mean, just a little bit of everywhere, like you know, what I'm saying, and, and I like that too, though. Man, McGavin, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and Got kids everywhere, everywhere, and I really like that too. You know what I'm saying. So, so the last topic. I want to get into this too because I'm gonna talk with more coaches about this topic as well, okay? Because I want I want to I want to see what people say and how we could try to you know maneuver and get some things kind of done through our voices of us talking and us coming together. So you know we can start with you, by because you're still in the youth world. Ah, here we go. So what 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 are some some good things? And what are some bad things when it comes to youth sports in Nashville? When it comes to dealing with from parents to players to the people that run the leagues and run, and run the organizations. Uh-oh. Because I know, you know what I'm saying, you in a good spot, though. You probably ain't really got too much, you know what I'm saying. Well, it's, it's, 
Well, start, start with the start with the good first. Let's go ahead and you know what I'm saying. It's a good thing that they that they even have these programs established so that these kids can partake in something other than doing some things they could be doing. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Off the top, number one. And that's a good thing. Uh huh. So you saying more not the parents or the the people that run the both? Okay. A lot of times the parents can kind of get out of hand. Speak a little closer to the mic. Sometimes the parents can kind of get out of gotta get out of hand sometimes and Uh cause um, issues that could really be avoided. Okay. Instead of allowing the coaches and the people who do do this do it. Uh-huh. They kind of sometimes want to interject their own feelings and uh-huh. you know, which can cause problems. Okay, and I ain't gonna lie, I've done that before. Yeah, you know, we, know. we just heard the story. <laughs> but I came you back and apologized. But no I more. came back and apologized. I know there's a lot of parents that won't come back and say nothing and still drop their kid off at practice. Like you know what I'm saying? But I knew I couldn't do that because I I know he ain't like that. But I know another coach after that happened could do my brother dirty. So that's why I was like, man, let me at least go apologize. You know what I'm saying? And another thing, I, I, and this is something that I kind of found out since I got to middle school, that us as coaches in the city on these different levels, I think some way, somehow, we should like kind of come together and put a little bit more structure to what's going on. Because it's, it's like people are competing to get kids from the from like, Bart, for example, Bardo Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're trying to. They're trying to like for for example, if they're about twelve year old, twelve years old or something, they're pretty good. They're, they're like real good. It's time to go play some school ball uh-huh. instead of you trying to pull them back and hold them into you know yeah. into little league. Hey, they need to start growing now. Mm-hmm. They're dominating the league. They're not gonna get any better dominating again. Yeah. But just a a, a clear kind of understanding and a kind of mutual agreement. Hey, mm-hmm. that, you know. This yeah. Area, hey, you know, just yeah. Oh no, you good now. More chemistry between the coaches, I think, could make the experience for the athlete in Nashville a little bit better. Yeah, because I, I with with you saying that, like when Tyron transitioned from little league to middle school, at first we didn't want to do it. I ain't gonna lie to you, we didn't want to do it because our coach had moved to another, you know what I'm saying, team. And then I ain't gonna lie, he expected my brother to be a captain of the team and to to do some things so we was like man we just gonna wait we we gonna wait the eighth grade we ain't gonna do it but then it got to the point where another kid came in to play with them but he didn't i ain't saying they were the same level but they were similar and now all of a sudden the the roles and stuff you wanted my brother to play now you know what I'm saying? Now you talking to him like, and now it's like you putting my and my brother coming in the car, talking about this. You know what I'm saying? But the whole time we like, man, we could have been and went to middle school, and we stayed because you know my brother wanted. You know what I'm saying? You want to put him in this role, and that's what we were gonna do. And, and that's and that's what I'm saying. But you know that coach looking at Tyron and being like, this is a dominant player. Yeah. Hey, let me go holler at so and so and let them know how he might want to take a look at this kid. Yeah. You know, uh huh. Cause he got, in my opinion, I think him playing with us that first year that we was there, it was. He got better. But what happened? Really, what happened? I'm not gonna lie. 
he started to go through the struggles of really being a student athlete. If you playing rec ball, you could be failing in school and still go play. Yeah, they might run you for having an F or something, but if you a dominant player, best believe they gonna want you playing on Saturday morning or Saturday night. So once he got the Hadley, he started to slowly realize, damn, for me to play sports, I gotta get, I gotta get at least a C or higher. And he struggled with that. And then sometimes I feel like he did some stuff on purpose to not play certain <laughs> certain sports. But 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 I feel like that's the main thing. When you jump from rec ball to to school ball, you really learn how to be a student athlete. Cause now it matters. Your your coach, one at least one of the coaches in middle school is in the building. And and, and that's a big thing, man. Like people don't understand the middle school coach, you gotta break the the six or seven graders from some of the bad habits in youth football while prepping the eighth graders for high school. So you playing two roles. And that's probably one of the biggest problems we have is kids coming and not taking their work seriously. So like I've taken it upon myself when fifth graders enter the building, they can't even play sports till they get to sixth grade. I start talking about eligibility and I break it down to them. So like I had fifth graders coming to show me their report cards this past school year Coach Marshall, look, am I still, I'm eligible to play football next year, right? In the first semester. But I put in their head, you know, eligibility. I don't care how good you are, how fast you are. If you can't play, I mean, if you don't have the grades, you're not playing. Dr. Armstrong is not going to be on your side. Your teachers are not going to be on your side to change my mind. But if you're they're going to back me. But if your grades are, <laughs> if you have certain grades, there's nothing any of us can do because you're not eligible. So, like, I feel like, you know, on the youth level, that needs to be something that's, that's touched on a little more because you got a whole lot of kids that, you know, 12-year-olds running the ball, making tackles, and then they get to school, and they ain't doing no work. Because like you said, on Saturday, man, he had three Fs on his poor guard. We make him run in practice. But, uh, Mama, we need him Saturday. Not with me. And we can speak on it. Look, your brother got suspended for a game. Yeah. Had, matter of yeah. fact, it happened two years back to back. But the example was, and he, he learned, he, he understood it. He did something in school. And I said, man, you suspended for a game. And I think we won like 46 to nothing. That's when he was in the seventh grade. We we played with him. We won, <laughs> we, we won like 46 to nothing. And he came back to school the next day. And he was like, coach, I heard y'all put up 46 points. I said, we did. I said, and we did without you. I said, so what does that tell you? Uh, that you don't need me? Correct. Correct. Then he, you know, he did some other little foolish stuff at the beginning of his eighth grade year. They got him set out for half a game. But our kids know 
We don't play that. The parents back us. We have their respect. They have ours. They know. Mm-hmm. Like our parent meeting, we put it down. This is what we're going for, and this is what we're not going for. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's it. So, 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 what are some other things you know that possibly organizations could get better with? Or coaches could get better with. Uh, I mean, we, we, it's always room to grow. Yeah. You know we, we can always get better. You know, I mean, I guess, I guess the, just the relationships can just be a little bit better. I mean, if we can just get healthy relationships between the adults. Bring the mic a little closer to Overseeing these kids. Uh-huh. I think it'll be a, a better experience for them. And it'll also, at the same time, help things flow smoother for us, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just a matter of everybody getting on the same page. And that's, I think that's just a constant working at it, working at it, working at it. Yeah. But uh, as long as we strive to do it and we're genuine about accomplish, accomplishing it, I, I, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Coach Marshall. So, so, so what's some you know saying on your side of it? You know, with you when you was in youth football, and then from things you've seen, and you know what I'm saying, because I think we all on coaches forum too. You know what I'm saying? Like what's some, like what's some things that you know you feel like we do good? Like, hey, we don't need to change this, but if we can come together and change and do this, or it's a possibility if we do that. Like, what what are some things that Again, man, the good of it is exposing these kids to the game of football, introducing them to it, and and getting them started on the path that could possibly uh, become, you know, free education. Mm-hmm. And possibly even further. You know, that's the great thing about it. That's the best thing about it. It's keeping them active. Uh, keeping them out of trouble. Same stuff Coach B.Y. said. Uh, the the negative part, again, is the adults. It's the adults. Like, everybody, again, it's pretty much everything he said. We got to get on the same page. And I don't see why youth organizations and middle schools can't sit down and, and rap with each other and create some type of pipeline. I don't I don't understand why that cannot be done. It can be done, but a lot of people don't want to do it. You know, it's a lot of people fuss about how many organizations are in the city. Yeah. And there's so many people that oh I want my own organization that don't even need to be running no organization. Like they really don't. But you got so many kids spread out here that like our city has some great organizations. Some have been around for a long time, long, long time. And they do great things with the kids, but it's just the, it's the adults, man. They, everybody, like you said, everybody got to get on the same page. And the, 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 the bickering and the back and forth, as far as a 12-year-old, like he say, we know kids is 12 years old that can play as sixth graders. And I've said it before, and a lot of y'all stop lying to these parents, telling these parents 
Don't tell, don't let him play for the school. He in the sixth grade. He ain't gonna get no playing time. That's a lie. I start at least one sixth grader every year. I've started three before. Some kids, we got one that was an eighth grader. This past year, he said that was his first time ever playing middle school ball. He should have been playing middle school ball as a sixth grader because he was just that dominant. But it didn't happen. A lot of these kids, when they come from youth to middle school, and this one in point, I love him to death. He's one of the best athletes in this city. I had him at Jerry Baxter. But you get some kids that they're on a winning program or they get to run the ball 25 times a game. And then when they come to middle school and they have to share that responsibility with other people, they don't like it. It becomes a problem. You know, you get a lot of clap back and oh, it so and so. I used to do this. You're not there anymore. Or you got parents that, well, man, you know my my son did this over here. He didn't do it for me. <laughs> and even if I did come to see your child play, he ain't done it over here. He got to come prove himself. Plain and simple. They got to come prove themselves. But the, the, the negative part is, 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 is the adults, man. And I feel like we can get on a page, on the same page, to make these things work. But it's, it's almost like, I don't know, it's like the, the, the two don't want to come together at all or even be remotely close to each other. As if we're in a multi-million dollar business here right. or something. And at the end of the day, we all prepping the kids mm -hmm. to get to the next level. But it's like it's 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 a few out there. And again, it's great youth coaches, great ones. But it's some out there like they they'll tell a parent anything just to keep their child. Yeah, and one, or to get that dollar. And one thing too, man, I just and I just thought about the youth football in this area. Because there's so many organizations and so many teams, the competition ain't what it could be. And and that's that's kind of, I mean, we, our team was pretty dominant this season, which is good and it's cool, you know, it makes you feel good. But yeah. you, I like the challenge. Mm -hmm. I, I really like the challenge. And I think, like, uh, on that level right now in the city, the competition just ain't there. You got, like, one, two, three teams that just dominate. Every year, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I, I think it would be beneficial if we consolidated a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. It'll be more interesting, I I believe, for us, and it'll be more challenging for the kids. So do you do you think something like that could ever happen? Where well, it, it's happening now. I mean it. By, it by is, but are they consolidating? Or are they just making a new league for all these kids to go to? I mean, I don't know. But just from what I'm what I'm reading and what I'm hearing people talk about, it looks like you know a lot of that stuff is. I don't know if it's coming to an end or it's just you know put on hold for right now. But from what I'm hearing and seeing, this probably be one of the most competitive seasons of youth football that we've had in this city. I hope, but I'm not gonna lie. When you say consolidating, that do make sense. Cause like, think about it, the Firebirds and West Nashville. They right around the block from each other. Why don't West Nashville or the Firebirds? And 
so it like it just said they're being forced to do it now. So anybody interested in that little league football, this is probably the year to go check out the games. Yeah. All it's a couple of leagues that didn't play this year. They're all coming to one league, so mm. it's about to pop off. But that's the thing. It's still a lot of teams. Are they going like, no, nah, we gonna, we going to all go play with the Firebirds this year on this side of town. We all going to go play with the Bordeaux Eagles on this side of town. Are we all going to go play with – you see what I'm saying? Are they doing it like that? Or are they like, no, nah, we all just going to go to this league? I mean, I know a couple like, names. Like, okay, we're not playing, so hey, let's go over to this organization and take the whole team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like some of them did sporadically start going to places. I'm sorry about the mic. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, the coaches who got those relationships with their parents, yeah. man, they brought over groups. So, yeah. you know, they, they really did combine some squads and it's, yeah. you know. I mean, because I know it can happen because from when Tyron was playing, it was MTB at first. Then when stuff hit the fan, the whole team, including the coaches, went to Nashville Cardinals, and then we, and then we won to two, we won two of them, and then we left there and went to West Nashville, and then Tyron ended up didn't play in the season. It came on to Dupont Hadley, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's how y'all, you know, you you feel like we should consolidate the teams down to a, a little less than what it is. Okay, and then you feel like just the adults got to start acting like adults. and. I mean, it's not everybody. It's, oh, no, it's, no, it's, it's not everybody. You know, but if if everybody come to an understanding, man, and, and, and get on the same page, and don't get it twisted, we, we, we're no slouches around here when it comes to football, but it's, you know, I hear I hear a lot of the argument of, we're behind other cities. Mm, yeah, uh, I've been hearing that a lot and reading that a lot. We're behind other cities when it comes to certain areas. But we, uh, I feel like, I feel like athlete wise, we're not. Uh, I don't feel like athlete wise, we're not, man. Because, bro, there's people committing to these colleges almost every other day from Nashville. Well, we're not. But again, it, let's. I feel and like I'm it's a coaching thing I, to me. I, it's it is a coaching thing, and some people recognize that. Some just say it's the talent. I don't I, think it's I the talent. I don't think it's the talent, but on our level, I can't speak. I don't on, think it is, I can't man. Speak on the youth level, man. Hold on, hold on, but I can't speak on the youth level. But I know in middle school football, nobody is doing what we do. Period. Nobody is doing what we do. And it, it comes with, <laughs> you got to evolve with the game. You got to change some things. You can't just be set in your ways and continue yeah. to do what you've been doing and think something is going to change. Like, you you got to get better with the game. You got to read. You got to study. You got to go watch football. You got to talk to people on levels above you. You can't just, you think, because your, your 28 pitch sweep been working on this level for you. You just the coldest coach. No, yeah. that, that's not it. Yeah. So, so you feel like it's a little bit of the talent. I mean, when you when it's 
Okay, so when you when you, yes, we got we got I the think. talent, coach. Uh, because I mean, this is no, the reason I, why I say it. Let, 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 let me make sure. I, okay, hold on. Mm. So, but this is on the, my mind. Straight went to Florida when you started there. Because I'm sitting there right. thinking to myself. Oh yeah, I, oh, boy. Okay, I so, so this is what I'm thinking to myself. Mm. Tennessee will never fill up a college like Florida when it comes to football. But that's just the talent, man. It's like I feel. You, but look, this I, is this is the reason why I say that I don't feel like it's the talent. Okay, because a couple years back. No matter of fact, last summer, before we even came to Hadley, I think. No, no. It was in between his seventh grade year and this year. That just passed. I took him to Dallas. They had like a type of – it was like a showcase type thing. But top teams in the nation that are at the youth level, that's his age, was in there. The Miami Gardens. That's like that won the national championship three years in a row. Got bullet, all of them. Tyrant go down there. He gets placed on that team, and in practice, he is doing his thing. And the coaches are coming to me, like, man, I don't know how y'all could do it, but if y'all could move to Miami, I promise you, we will have him. And, and like, like for real, that's how they. Nah, and this, the, is Nashville, this is a Nashville. This is a net. But he's a Nashville. But I promise you, from the sun, and then he wasn't even the only special one on our team in this past year. We had probably four or five special ones that got a chance to really do something. It's just my opinion, bro. I know, man. I just. I mean, and I feel like it's all, but I feel like it trickles down to the youth level. Because when you look at the youth level, some of them youth coaches are people that played for Miami, or play, or has a, a agency that 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 works with the management of NFL people, and and that's the only thing that I see. That's the only thing that I see as a difference is when they when older guys that went almost to that highest level or went to that highest level. They'll come back and coach. And then they best friends that they was around that didn't make it that far, but they were around the game, are coaching. And then that's why I feel like it's the only difference is that coaches that played for Miami when some of the greats was there that went pro but probably got cut or whatever, they come back and keep instilling it. And then they got connections. Hey, man, you know I know uh, – you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I can get you that. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how you see them kids that's in the eighth grade getting scholarships, even though it's a verbal and not a real deal scholarship because you can't get a, a real scholarship to your sophomore year. So that's the only thing that I see is really the difference is we got to have some more of those guys that that them, that may almost come back and feed into the community so they can see it, believe in it, and they feel like they touching it. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I see is the difference. But talent-wise, I feel like we got it. It's just we got to find a way. And that's why I want to build this up to for it's an outlet where a kid that's running that rock can sit right here. And, and to go with what you're saying, man, I, I feel you what you're saying. Because, like, down there, those people come back and start on them as five-year-olds. So it builds them all these years until they get to that level. 
travel and then hey they ready to rock and roll yeah they already got connections they feel like they they feel like they almost like shoot my coach was you know what i'm saying you know little stuff like that that's the only thing i feel is the difference we behind in that. you know what i'm saying but other than that i mean talent wise i feel like man i feel like we put our best talent like our complete best talent on one team we could go to toe it we'll go we'll go down to florida and we'll at least beat two or two out of the three i promise you i believe we will <laughs> I, i'm just saying uh, another thing man as far as our talent like you know the issue of metro middle schools we only play a city championship like i just found out last year that there's a state championship for middle school football mm-hmm. and if we can get in that and it, I, it's over 35 to 40 teams in metro middle schools on oh, me and, oh. and oakland middle we wanted you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we it, it'll, it'll, never, it'll never happen, but that's a that's some exposure our kids could be getting. Could be getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That instead of just stuck with the city championship. Yeah. But man, I thank y'all for coming through, you know, yeah. chilling with me. I know y'all see y'all about three, four, five days out of the week. Dupont Hadley, 2019 City Champs. Yes, sir. Nine and oh. Yeah. We made history. Fun year, man. We finna do this too, Pete. Oh, 2020, we right back. back y'all back. think it's a game. Y'all better hope back. they don't let us play. <laughs> and if they don't, 2021, we on your head. <laughs> we coming for it. But. Stop ranking these kids. <laughs> Stop ranking these kids. Stop ranking these kids. Oh Lord, Jesus. Stop kidding. Stop telling an eight-year-old they the number one eight-year-old in the country. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh man, well man, I thank y'all for coming through. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, just I can't wait for this next season. No matter if it's this year or next year, we gonna we gonna shake it, man. Come this year, next year don't matter. Have so bulldogs, we don't talk, we play ball. All day. See you at the dog house. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shout out to the best middle school in the city. Dr. Kevin Armstrong, admin, all the great teachers of DuPont Hadley, parents, athletes. Hadley is where you want to be. So, you know where to reach. Hate is Marshall on Facebook. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, y'all, man. Thank you for coming through. You know, thank you for coming to the VC Lab, and, and we out. Welcome. Welcome to the VC Lab. <laughs>